I'm your host, Jerrica, and welcome to She Has a Name Too, the show where we discuss the individuality of moms. Motherhood is an honorable and full-time job, but between the dishes and diapers lies a woman with her own hopes and dreams. Here we discuss the woman behind her title, Mother. Today, Andrea and I are talking about her upbringing and how it affected her expectations of motherhood. Sometimes reality doesn't always align with the expectations we had. Listen in as we discuss what to do when life takes an unexpected turn. So, Andrea, how did your upbringing affect your view on motherhood? My upbringing showed me basically two different, in my mind, two different ways of being a mother. So, one was being a homemaker, stay-at-home mom. And then the other was kind of more of a working mom. And so my expectation of motherhood was really not any one thing. Um, But I was kind of taught that whatever works for you, you know, whatever it is that that fits your lifestyle. I think for myself, I lean more towards being more of a homemaker type stay-at-home mom. That's kind of my personality. Um, But with the way that my life is now of being a single mom, um, I'm kind of faced with having to work. Um, But what's really nice about the way that I was brought up is that I was kind of taught there really just isn't any one perfect way of being a mom you know, that kind of helps me feel better about my situation. There's no perfect way of being a mom and you totally have to be flexible. Yeah. So what makes you feel like more inclined to be a stay-at-home mom? Um, I think it's just so important to give our kids that time and attention that they need. Um, you know, especially when they're so little, they're They just need all the attention that they can get um, and feel as much love as they can. For me, that's important. You know, each situation, each person is going to view motherhood differently. And I think that it's really great that you, like, came to that realization already. You know, that you didn't have to necessarily change that view. How have your expectations of motherhood changed since you became a mom um definitely the that we are even moms are human (laughs) and we're all gonna make mistakes and I think that we're all kind of winging it when I actually became a mom I realized that it's like something clicks and you're just like wow like I'm really just trying to do the best I can this had to have been how my own mom felt (laughs) <laughs> like, and her mom before that and her mom before that. And it, and a lot of the way that the things we learn is, is really just life experience. And it's just we get older and we experience more things. And then and that gives us more knowledge. And, you know, so then by the time our kids have grown and they start um, having real memories and things like that, then they think, oh, you know, mom just knows, mom just knows. And, and it's just funny, you you finally become a mom, and you're just like, wow, like, we're all just human, we're all just trying to do the best we can. We're all pretty much winging it. We're just, 
you know, it, it's just funny. You just something clicks and 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 you really and and then you kind of develop a lot more passion, and and you 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 just have more understanding for people in general. Yeah, and I think in the last couple months, I've realized like we're just kind of building on the generation before, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I've heard like our parents' generation often say things like, "Oh well, my grandparents like lived in the Great Depression, so that's why I keep stuff." <laughs> and like, and I realized like that is so true. Like we. We learned from the generation before us and we like, as we grow up, we kind of figure out like our own world and our own perception of the world and maybe like what's wrong with it. And then we take bits and pieces and we teach our kids the same things that we learned, some of them, and then we teach them different things that we didn't learn and we wish that we had learned. That's so true. Like, I'm seeing that, like, with, like, my mom, for example. Like, she – there were some things, like, growing up, she always told me, like, oh, my mom didn't teach me this, so I want to make sure that I teach you it. Yeah. But then there are still things, like, that I feel like, oh, well, my mom didn't teach me that, and so I want to make sure that I teach my daughter that. And I think that I just have to realize that Ivy is going to say the same thing to her kids. You know, like there are going to be things that I can't teach her and then and that she has to figure out and she'll go to her kids and say, my mom didn't teach me this, so I'm teaching you. <laughs> and so, yeah, I think you're totally right that like we're each human and just trying to figure it out as we go. Like we're totally winging it. Yes, we really are. And, you know, there's also the flip side of that. And there's, well, that's what my mom did. So I'm not going to do that. You know what I mean? And, and, oh, I didn't like the way that my mom did that. So I'm not going to do that. And that kind of is also a way of the next gen. That's how the next generation is, is different, but also stems off of the way that we're we're raised yeah as a little background my parents got divorced when I was six and and then my stepmom left my dad when I was 18 and I like I was a product of divorce like I'm a child of divorce and I just grew up with it as the normal like that was my life all growing up yeah my parents divorced when I was 17, you know, so I, I lived a long time with my family together, but, you know, being divorced myself, I don't know, I guess maybe having my parents be divorced really made it hard for me to get divorced because I was like, I'm not going to do that. I don't want to do that. I know how it feels to be the child and I just, I wasn't going to do it, but, um, you know, sometimes we, we can't fix it enough or whatever, you know. <laughs> I don't think that makes you less of a mom. Yeah. Oh, I appreciate that. Cause it's, it was really, really hard for me and it still is, um, you know, getting divorced. I, I mean, my son was one of my biggest 
um, like, oh, I don't want to do this. Like, like, I just, I don't want to get divorced. It's not fair to him. It's not, this is not what I want for my son and, or me, or, you know, just, I, so that definitely, um, weighed on me. And even to this day, it does a little bit. Um, but seeing where we are now, me and my son, I think it was probably for the best because we're not wrapped up in, in, in some of those issues that, you know, started to form in my, at the end of my, of my marriage. And the way, like, as an outsider, like, looking at your situation, you've been able to take it and just, like, really become this amazing person on your own. There is definitely a little bit of satisfaction in, in kind of doing it <laughs> and knowing that, you know, I'll be able to look back and say, oh, you know, I did that, you know, and I did that not just for me, but I did that for my son. And, you know, kind of in the thick of it, right, this moment is, is it can be intense. Life can be intense and it can be hard and weighing. But um, I, I think in the end, I'm going to be just so grateful for this time and, and, and this time of really figuring me out you know, doing that for, for me and, and for Tyson. Yeah. I'm honestly, I'm kind of jealous of like how much growth I've seen in you (laughs) in the last couple of years. (laughs) I'm serious. I'm like, oh my gosh, Andrea has come so far. She's so cool. She like, she does things for herself and like, you know, makes it happen. And I think that's like what moms need to know is that it's possible to like work on yourself, right? Yeah. Obviously, you're super busy with like school and work and being a single mom, but like you've been able to make the time to go to school and to work out and to, you know, do things that you love (laughs) and to be a good mom. Like you are an awesome mom. You're not, you're not neglecting your son. Oh, well, well, I really, I really do appreciate it, actually. I, like, really do. (laughs) I feel like, I feel like you needed to hear that. (laughs) And I really feel that way. Like, I really, I have loved watching you, like, grow. And I just, I don't know, I hope that I can mimic that, too, you know? Like, sometimes I feel like, you know, I'm going through so much that, and I'm like this mess like I'm some days like most days I'm just like this really crazy hot mess so there most days I'm like oh my gosh like am I making progress like and but when I look back I'm like yeah I am I'm making you know like yeah I'm I'm doing things I'm doing good things with my life like you know I really don't ever think of myself as like people are watching me in a sense of like they're in awe because I feel like such a hot mess. <laughs> and so it's a little funny to hear that, but um at the same like <laughs> but I am really grateful to hear that. You know, that that does hits me. It really does hit me really, really straight in the heart. Like I just wow. <laughs> I just really appreciate you saying that. <laughs> well, I'm glad um that was genuine. <laughs> Thanks for um, recording with me today. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for listening. Join the conversation and stay up to date on Instagram and Twitter at She Has a Name Too.
She Has a Name Too is a production of Mecca Radio. I, Jerrica Dennison, was your host and was joined by my sister-in-law, Andrea Brown. Huge thank you to my husband, Ryan, who entertains our baby while I record. This episode was edited by my brother, Alex Williams. Mecco.